Marty, if you could maybe tell us a little bit about how the film came about. Mm-hmm. The film came about, basically, I, was, I wanted to preserve a lot of this footage, and it was all on high 8 analog tape. And a friend of mine who's a filmmaker said, you should really preserve that and digitize it because it's going to disappear. It's going to disintegrate. And so in that process, um, I reached out to a friend of mine who is a a film director and he had he has all the equipment necessary to do that dubbing. So I went over to his house and we started dubbing. Yeah. And in that process of that, he would like walk through the room and go, well, what's happening? (laughs) <laughs> and I would say, well, this is what's going on. Start getting into the so, story. Yeah. And then the story started to unravel. And then pretty soon we were making a documentary. And, uh, you know. So it was, was... it was very organic. Really, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I have the same worry about my cassettes to kind of disintegrating. Uh-huh. But, yeah, I know what you mean. But at the time, you had no real intention of using this footage. No, when I, when I started shooting it. Your own it, personal Yeah, document. when I started shooting it, it was just to document the time. You know, we were on tour for a full year for that record. And so I wanted to, like, you know, just to have memories and be able to go home. And I knew I would not remember a lot of it. And (laughs) when I just planned on having it be something I show family and friends and Mm. never thinking it would become a film at all. And how did it feel reliving some of that time? Because as you say, there may Mm -hmm. well have been a lot of things you didn't even remember because obviously it was a really chaotic time. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, a lot of drugs involved and and a lot of real tragedy as well, of course. How how did it feel to sort of go back there? Yeah, each day when I'd look at the footage, there would be some real heavy moments, and Mm. and it was sort of this crazy time machine, you know, to go back and to look at that. And I remember my emotions during the time, and I'd look at it and know what the situation was, and it would bring up a lot of stuff. And Mm. through the course of making the film, a lot of that, you know, those things came up. And then through the personal interviews with, like, Eric and Melissa and Courtney... Hearing their sides of it was really important, and actually, it felt really good to hear what their side was. Eric's thoughts on uh, me being replaced on Celebrity Skin, which was covered, and, and yes, him saying, right. you know, we made a big mistake. That was important for me to hear. Because you'd actually lost contact with Eric. Yeah, and, and Melissa. And, and you Melissa. Know, Courtney and I had always kept in touch here and there over the years, and I did some writing and playing on her solo record so we've been in touch over the years but not so much with Eric and Melissa. Mm. Tell us a bit about the that sort of episode that you you touched on and it it forms quite a major part of the the documentary when you were replaced by a a sort of male session drummer I mean do you think there was a lot of sexism involved there we we still seem to have so few female drummers and it still seems to be a real point of interest people go oh a a female drummer I've got I've got a good friend Lisa who I wish I'd taken to see the film Mm -hmm. actually because she always gets that oh a a girl who can drum you know people seem so surprised that women can do it you know that from what whole began as was a a, you know female fronted uh basically mostly female band yeah. with a female message and promoting other female musicians as well you know in so course and, and, riot girl was all yeah on, yeah it? and then for it to become to to get to this point where we're creating a record created with the backing of a big label not saying that i wasn't grateful mm. to be um to have been successful in that way but to to you know sort of being managed by a machine which they also managed Metallica and mm-hmm. you know the Red Hot Chili Peppers and big um, bands yeah, yeah big bands and then for them to be making decisions like who was going to produce our record and to be concerned about the appearance and the sound of the record and so you know we've hired this guy to do this and for him to you know replace me with a man <clears throat> was 
such a mind blower for me at the time. And then also with everybody else co-signing it and just saying, you know, this isn't what we're about, but we're going to do this because we're, you know, we want to make a hit record, you know, Mm -hmm. was also such, you know, such a, 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 you know, I flipped out over that. And so, you know, and then to, to, like I just said, have Eric say, you know, we made a big mistake and healed a lot of old wounds. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. So did that answer that question? I, I think so. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and, and there's a wonderful roll call of female drummers towards the end of the documentary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which, which of them have really inspired you? Um, over the well, years? Tina Shock has been a huge influence and she was the drummer of the Go-Go's and mm. she was also part of the film and she was uh, somebody I listened to a lot growing up and was inspired by and, and Denise Dufort who played for Girls School she's a British metal band huge influence on me and you know just to have those women be part of that whole the lineup of ladies and, and Mo Tucker too yeah. um, and to be amongst that group was uh, huge. And you actually teach girls to play mm-hmm. drums now. Yeah, yeah, Tell yeah. us a bit about that. For me it's um an opportunity to give back, you know, to be of service. And it gets me back to the beginning of when I started to play, you know, Mm -hmm. that excitement about learning something new and being part of a band. And, you know, and I teach them with sort of the punk rock idea of you don't have to be technically good, just create, you know, whatever you do is good, you know, and having them get excited gets me excited too, you know. Mm. And what first sort of started that bug in you when you were young? Being inspired by other bands like I loved Led Zeppelin and I loved um, a lot of the new sounds that I was hearing like the punk rock bands you know like I loved Susie and the Banshees and I loved Clash and mm. so being excited about that and then trying to play those songs on my drums and mm. that's what got me excited you know. Tell us a bit about what the Seattle scene was like mm-hmm. when, when you first sort of joined Hole and, and previously because you actually met Kurt yeah. first didn't you and you saw Nirvana. Yeah before we, we'd played together and I was in a lot of different bands in mm. Seattle and we played together different shows and so we knew each other from around the scene you mm. know and so back then it was I never really thought and I'm sure in other people in other bands didn't really think it would become what it did, and you know, mm. and all these bands would become so huge. So well, I'm sure Kurt didn't. Yeah, know. you know, and yeah. it, it was a good tight little community, and mm. we all supported each other and went to each other's shows, and that was it. You know, so it was pretty amazing when you know I did play in Hole and became got to make a living playing music. It was huge. Yeah, well, a dream come true. Yeah, true. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> And tell us a bit about how your life now is, is so different. I mean, right. how, how do you feel you've sort of made that journey and, mm-hmm. you know, being able to sort of, well, come off drugs and reinvent yourself a bit? Yeah, I feel so grateful to have been able to have the experience musically that I had and to, to you know. Yeah. Um, Amazing But times. also to be where I am today, I'm really grateful for little things, you know, like finding my wife, getting married, and then also having a baby and being a mom and being able to share, you know, drums with my daughter, you know, and just How a lot of... Your she's two. You oh, know, but she <laughs> right. Knows, so is she yeah, already playing? Yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> wow. She knows, you know, she has her own drum kit. And, uh, <laughs> not that I'm pushing it by any means, <laughs> but, you know, she knows that I play drums and she knows that. So, and she's seen me play the few times I've played during the day. 
you yeah. know, but yeah. I still play music and yeah. um, it's different than it used to be just that it's not the way I make my living anymore. I do it out of fun. It doesn't carry all the extra baggage that it used to, you know. Yes. So, yeah. and, you know, I like my getting up early and doing my thing, you know, being a mom and not, and like, my a, hours are different. You take so care say of that. a lot of dogs. Yeah, well, yeah. I, I started my own dog care business. And yeah. I've slowed it down a bit since being a stay-at-home mom, but that was also a pretty amazing to, to do that. Yeah. And, um, but you, do you think the more frenetic pace of the life when you were in hold does yeah. that seem to go hand in hand with a life in music? Yeah, the hours are totally different. And mm. you know that was when I was younger, it was easy to stay up till like two a.m. or not sleep at all, or mm. you know, and then tour around the world and. And these days, absolutely not. I will not <laughs> stay up past a certain, you know, it's like that. It's, but, I mean, there are musicians who, who oh, yeah. sort of do things without. Right. Yeah, I still, you know, I still, I still, you know, play out and play late into the yeah, night and, yeah, you yeah. know, here and there. But, you know, it's definitely not the way it used to be. Tell us a bit about coming out as mm-hmm. well, because there's a very touching part of the film where your mum talks about you coming out in, in right. high school and tell yeah. us about how... Um, I felt so grateful that my parents were supportive of my sexuality when I came out. Also, it's such a, it's, you know, I came out in um, Rolling Stone magazine in 1995. So quite a public. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And, you know, and I felt comfortable about doing that just because when they interview me about who I am and what my life is being a gay woman. Yes. Yeah. And I felt lucky to be in a band that the scene and the time and, I felt comfortable within my band to be an out musician, you know, that's, um, mm-hmm. it wasn't about being part of the mainstream and putting out pop slick records then, you know, for then, you know, mm. and it was important to not have secrets about my sexuality. That's not, you know, I wanted to be Absolutely. Out. Is there anything else that you want to sort of tell us about the film and some of the, you know, perhaps really meaningful scenes? Yeah, the... Making of the film was important just to make a document of that time. You know, it was important for me to make, create some art out of the time and about the the harsh parts of it and create something from that. And also doing Q&As after the film, it it brings up a good dialogue with um, young girls coming out and musicians and people in recovery and just people that are into you know, just music fans. Mm -hmm. And I really enjoy that conversation, you know, and talking about those things. And, uh, and then you can survive, you can come out and things can be okay. And you you can survive being, you know, women do recover from drugs and alcohol. And, and those, those are important things. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. What does the future hold for you? I'm right now excited about doing some playing some drums on uh, Leslie Rankin, who was in a band called Ruby and Silverfish, just yeah. going to be putting out some music and playing drums with her and working with her on that and the film doing film stuff and it's touring all over yeah yeah so that's next and that's what i'm excited about yeah. fantastic well yeah. congratulations on the film and thank it's, you. it's a great story so thank thanks you for, for having me thanks thank you <laughs>